You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Ryan Horvath. Let's see the other thing. Quay Walker. Can we talk about Quay Walker? Was that Quay Walker's best game as a Packer up until the dumb penalty at the end of the game? Yeah, he was great. I mean, he was like the only guy that looked like he actually wanted to be there last night. He was playing with effort. He was flying to the ball. I mean, he's a player, man. I mean, at least he's he's got the talent. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say definitely. Then we have the dumb penalty. He plays Frogger over the line. And instead of giving up three, they get a first down. They get a touchdown. Three possession game. Game is over. And on Twitter, everybody's going nuts. What an idiot. How do you not know that rule? Blah, 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 blah. Quincy Avery on uh, Twitter tweets out, I'm going with you, doesn't know the rule. And I quote tweeted, I said, I'm with you. I, I don't think you knew the rule either. Then you see Matt LaFleur on the sidelines kneeling by Quay Walker and asking him, like, what happened? And you could see Matt LaFleur's face of just kind of did this and got up and walked away. Then in the postgame presser, he voluntarily said that, yeah, we got to do a better job making sure our players know what the rules are. That's on us for not coaching them up and making sure they don't know what, making sure they know all the rules and so forth. So Walker did not know that was a rule, had no idea that was a rule that you couldn't take a running start and jump over everybody, had no clue, none whatsoever. And that's why they ended up with a penalty. He didn't shove a referee, he didn't shove a coach. It was a player not knowing the rules. Should he have known the rules? Yes, obviously, right. no question. But he didn't know the rule. And again, we go back to Basaccia. That kick returns team, Ryan, does that look like it did last year with Keyshawn Nixon? It doesn't look anywhere close to like it looked last year. No, man. And like, that was the only thing. Like this offseason, everybody's like, oh, Keyshawn Nixon's back. And I was like, do you guys really expect that again this year? This isn't like 1997 when you had Devin Hester and Dante Hall. It's hard to, that's really not sustainable. Like kick returns and he's not even returning punts. And yeah, the special teams, not great. But with Quay, like, I don't know, that one didn't bother me as much as everybody else on social media because I kind of understood who Quay was at Georgia. And this isn't like a knock or me like saying he's dumb or anything, but the people that I would talk with and I watch Quay, they're like, Quay's at his best when he doesn't have to think. Right. Like when he can just go out there and just yep. make a play. And I don't know, like that was just to me a super athletic guy, not knowing a rule. And the first thing I thought was exactly what LaFleur said. That's coaching. That's coaching. Like, how does he not know that? And now he does know that, and he won't do it again, Correct. right? Like, 
that doesn't bother me. If he punched a trainer in the face or fought an assistant coach, I'd be like, all right, this guy's got to go. There's a screw loose. But (laughs) him just being like super athletic and not thinking and like trying to make a football play to help his team win a game when everybody else is being lazy as crap out there didn't really bother me as much as everybody else on social media. You know, especially like it's a fast paced game. Sometimes you're just not thinking out there. That didn't. I don't know. I like Quay. He's two he's, the he's two Jordan Love interceptions real quick. I know we we're going to talk more about Jordan Love through the first four games, but quick. The first one gets deflected, right? And gets picked off. It is what it is. The second one is something you and I talked about all preseason of this is going to happen because of the inexperience. Dobbs yeah. breaks in, he's open. Love has to move and move a little bit in the pocket. Throws the ball, Dobbs takes off for the corner. It's thrown right to the line. Interception. Basketball floor about it after the game. He goes Hey man, that's football. He goes, he goes, I didn't talk to either one of them about it. He goes, but I'm guessing Dobbs thought it was scramble, scramble drill. So just get open. So he took off for one position. Love wasn't thinking the same thing, thought he was open. So threw the ball and they weren't on the same page. He took off like that's going to happen. And that's going to happen when you don't have that chemistry. If that's Rogers and Jordy Nelson, they both know what they're doing, right? There's him and Devonte Adams. They both know what they're doing. These guys are still learning each other. And this is going to happen. I promise you, this is going to happen more during the season. Yeah, man. Like I knew these things were going to happen. These are growing pains. Jordan Love's not a finished product. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And, you know, I mean, like, this is the thing. Jordan Love, These are this is the youngest wide receiver room. I, I'm getting a kick out of, like, now, like, all these casuals, like these people that don't follow the team, and they're talking about, like, Luke Musgrave and stuff. And I was saying this last night. Like, I went from watching Aaron Rodgers throw the ball to Devontae Adams to now, like, Jordan Love throwing the ball to Josiah DeGuara and Jaden Reed, and, you know, Wicks. Like, this is going to be a process here. Wicks was barely a part of the game last night. Musgrave goes out with that concussion, never came back, or what he was in there for was a concussion. That probably hurt him, too, because I'm sure Musgrave was a part of the game plan because the Lions haven't been able to cover tight ends all that well. Yeah, but, I mean, I think this is a different story if it's Jordan Love, first year as a full-time starter, with the healthy David Bakhtiari. With the Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. With Devontae Adams, the best wide receiver in the league. No doubt. I, I like, I know you guys, not so much you, but I know everybody like wants to run to defend Brian Gutekinds. I don't think Gutekinds is good at his job. I think this offense is going to be really, really good. It's not going to be this year, probably. The defense, the, the defense is, is, is his babies. Do you think yes. the defense is good? Correct. I don't. Well, again, it all depends. So, We've gone through how many defensive coordinators, right? I don't think we always yell. We always yell. Ah, defensive coordinator is horrible. Get a new one. They get a new one. Same old story. Defensive coordinator is horrible. Get a new one. All right, we go through it all again. So I don't, to answer your question, Ryan, I don't know. But you're right. They've spent a whole hell of a lot of draft capital on that side of the ball and haven't gotten anything in return for it. Nothing. They're not good. You know, Jair is good. good. Jair is good. But Jair is a corner. Um, The safety. Kyle Brooks looks good. Like, I know who. Carl Brooks looks good. He had another sack last night. He's playing he's well, the rookie defensive lineup. Okay. In, in three years, he'll probably be a pick and save, bagging groceries. Stop. Like, no, Red, no. Red Jones no. looked good for a year, too. Here's like every year, though, man. Like 
we blame it's capers right it's mike Patton, it's joe barry and these guys aren't good don't get me wrong like they should not have jobs again general manager you can blame LaFleur for being loyal, but like this, this falls on goot. This team falls on goot and low ball and Devonte Adams a couple years ago was dumb. I get, he was going to be a 30 year old wide receiver, but I mean, you watch it. I still think he's the best route runner in the league. And man, imagine like Jordan love now with Devonte Adams. And then Dobbs is your number two. Watson's your number three. Yeah. You know, you have young tight ends. You Jay have a good your four. It's hard. Like this year is going to be really hard for me to be hard on Jordan love because especially in with like with Christian Watson's injury history. I know it's a short sample size because it's two years. He's never healthy, man. Like he's so big, tall and fast. I feel like he's always going to have these soft tissue issues. None of these guys are ever out there. None of them are available. I said it like trade David Bakhtiari going into the season. He clearly didn't want to be there. He's never going to be healthy. It's crazy that now all of a sudden, like we want to do right by our offensive linemen and we want to hold on to these guys past 30, you know, like we didn't do that with TJ Lang, Josh Sitton. Corey Lindsley, and now we're doing it with Bakhtiari. I think Bakhtiari's cap hit was too big, in fairness. I mean, next year, the cap hit goes down to like $16 million dead cap number. So I think they could cut him after this year if they want, or they can trade him after this year. I'm guessing they're going to cut him because he's not going to be healthy all year. I know, but I like I just wanted something in return for him. And now that market, that's never going to be the same market ever again. Even right. the Jets won't give you anything for David Bakhtiari. They'll just draft a tackle, and they'll yep. be bad enough. They'll have a first-round pick. Uh so it's going to be really hard to like rag on love after a bad game like this or after he throws some interceptions. Cause here's the other thing, man, love sitting back there in the pocket in empty, even though you have these two great running backs that I always hear about as far as efficiency, he's getting teed off on by guys like Aiden Hutchinson. You know what he's going to do in those games? He's going to play hero ball. He's going to say, screw it, man. Like we're not like you watch the dolphins or the Rams sparky. Like the, the, the Rams are doing what they're doing right now. And I get they're a one and two football team, but they're moving the football and they're doing it with a guy named Puka and a guy named Tutu. You know why? Because Sean <laughs> is scheming them down the damn field. 